The ASOS podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, yo, yo. What? England. Good England. evening. <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Um, are you guys watching Euros, by the way? I am. I am not. You're not, you're not. you're not a fan of football? Not really, no. It's, do you know what? I am, but not really. Cool. What, the, if, when, what, what sort of like moments draw you into football so when it's like if if my if someone calls me oh yeah we're watching the football come through i'll be like all right cool because i'm going for the vibe yeah, yeah yeah i'm actually a very competitive person i'm very like into sports and stuff yeah. so once i'm in it my team needs to win do you know well, what i mean you, have you have you had a team that you've lent more to in the past or um if i had to say oh i support someone not because of winning or whatever. I would just say Crystal yeah. Palace because where I live, right? And that's my of local course. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we support our own if they yeah. want to class me as one of them. But um, yeah, I'm, once I'm in it, I'm watching it 100%. Like I'm all in, but to yeah. get me in is a problem. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's interesting. Like you support Crystal Palace. Matt, do you support like Crystal Palace as your local? Crystal Palace is my second team, man. I always okay. check out their scores. I follow them on Twitter. Always yeah. know they're doing well. Like, I, in an ideal situation, right, I'd want to win, like, every match, except for yeah. when they play United. <laughs> Obviously, we're United fan. But, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, but um, that's interesting. I feel like um, if we if I do something for the for the finals of the European Championships, I'd have to invite my, my fellow podcast mates, especially now that right. she... Appreciates football. I thought you were going to say neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're not a neighbour anymore. You're, you're, you're something more. Oh, now you're, I've leveled up. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Calm, man. Before, hold on. Before we even get to the socials, I just ask a very important question. Yeah, go is, for it. Is for anyone, it. like, eating anything at the moment? You're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> because you know I'm in between wings putting the microphone on mute. <laughs> oh, oh. In, I think even though you had the succulent wings and hot wings, yeah? Or the barbecue wings. What, because I told you guys chips? <laughs> yeah, you said chips. I don't know, the jerk wings, barbecue wings. I've got some grilled wings here with some garlic sauce. I've got a can of Rio to wash it all down. <laughs> I've got a question for you guys as well, right? When it comes to, like, Jamaican spots, how do you know it's a good spot? It's difficult to know. It's just it's, I don't know. I I know the only spot that tastes really good is the one at my house. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Mama's cooking always the best cooking, right? Exactly. Uh, Anybody enough, who came enough. from my great grandmother, right? So your food goes down. Um, no. I don't know about anybody else. To be I've, honest, I've everybody been, else I've, is on a wing. I've tasted her mom's cooking, and it is actually good. I can't lie. Yeah, but, party food but, goes down. But but there's a caveat there. Do your thing in it. Let me hear you. My mum's cooking better. I'll, I'll allow you to say that. I said it. I said it. I'll allow you to say that. I'll allow you because obviously we respect mothers around here, isn't it? So we're not crossing <laughs> any lines. No, your mum your goes in though. The food's nice. <laughs> um, 
I was going to say, Manny, to answer your question, right, it's, it really is one of those things here that you have to just like try and see. But I will yeah, say, yeah. there's a place in Croydon called Dutchie, right? And like that food is that there elite? Bangs. Yeah, it's a bit bangs. It's really good. It's like it's that serious. food there tastes like food from my family. Let's put it that way. I feel and, like it bangs. Rocket bangs. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting, getting the mute thing off. I'm a bit wrong. <laughs> I think it only bangs if you eat in. You think so? Well, yeah. so you say it doesn't deliver well because I had, okay. Go on. Go on. So I, just, I know that, for example, like Nando's, for example, or, or KFC, sometimes they have issues like with their fries. If yeah. you if you um, order it and it comes in cold, or whatever, like it doesn't taste the same in it. But you know, if you go into the shop, so, oh, I love KFC Nando's. So I feel like with Dutchies, right? I'm Big up the Dutchies. This is this is wild, and obviously, <laughs> I'm all here to support the black man's cause and stuff like that. But I feel like sometimes they serve chicken that's slightly gone off. Oh, no. I swear to you, literally, because it's got a smell. So obviously, you might not know this, but my dad's really into farming and he's always been into farming, right? And every time I order from Dutchies, he'll be like, the chicken's gone off. Whoa. He's like, throw this away. You can't eat this. It's gone off or it's going off. Every single time I order chicken from Dutchies. If I order food from anywhere else, he'll eat it. But literally, as soon as I open it and whatever, and I'm about to eat it, he's like, no, don't eat that. And he wouldn't know where it's from because my dad doesn't doesn't do that. He just eats the food that we give him. Mad. So, do you think, though, we're more harsh when it comes to critique, critiquing our own? Absolutely. But to answer this chicken thing, though, yeah. I don't think uh, actually maybe I think I ordered um, hot wings like I think I ordered jerk wings sorry for them there once but normally I just order like curry mutton or something like yeah. that yeah so, so when you order like jerk chicken or like brown stew chicken that's what yeah. I've noticed because obviously chicken's chicken isn't it yeah yeah that's weird but um, and to answer your question Randy yeah we do and the reason why we do is because we know what it's supposed to taste like if I go for all I, I I've had chicken chow mein, whatever special fried rice stuff from Chinese shops, and it, it tastes good, right? But I've never had a proper Chinese grandma make me chicken chow mein for me to yeah. know that that is the level. You know what I mean? Mister Lee, that... you're telling me I can go China man make you food? Wow. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm what you call it. Although I am part Chinese, that, that part of the family that I, there's no communication in it, so I've never had oh, that experience. No. So that's like the same thing like Italian food. I'll go to Italian like a like a Zizi, for example, and I'd like spaghetti right. bolognese and it tastes all right. But I've never had like an Italian grandma come and make me a spaghetti bolognese and be like, Oh, that's the level, you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but what you that? can do though is a way yeah. of judgment is when you go into certain spots, you see, see who's how eating there. Locals are there. No, yeah, as in locals, as in like if it's Chinese there are loads of Chinese people in yeah. there. Yeah. Because yeah. that always is a good indicator. Yeah, yeah, that's a good route. Like, oh, so this weekend I went to like um, a farmers market in North London, right? And like oh, there was uppity, uppity. So, <laughs> so like, well, uh, there's a word for this, isn't there? So judgeified. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I finish? <laughs> no, you can't land. It word. was. It was you, like um, gentrifier. <laughs> This okay. Anyway, it's not the entrance. This area was gentrified a long time ago, mate. So, oh, 
there was um like a hot food store as well as like cold food in the hot food store like there was many types of cuisine i think there was like argentinian like german greek all of that and then there was a jamaican restaurant there's a jamaican food store as well right and i had had like caribbean food like let's say two or three days before from this really good restaurant in uh, it was like takeaway delivery from a place called uh one love in Harlesden. Proper sick place. So for me, I was living off that hype. Like, yeah, that was so banging. Okay, cool. Let me try it again. But then as I approached it, one thing I started to notice, the service was discombobulated. Do you know what I mean? Like you're ordering off one person and then like the, the system wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? Like someone's taking the payment someone else is doing the food and then there's a geezer in the background sitting down listening to jams who decided to get up and help when it was time to wrap the food normally all of that can be forgiven if the food bangs do you know what i'm saying hold on a second when you go to kfc do you see the chef come out and start taking your order i'm, I'm confused you had seven people doing separate jobs what did yeah. what happened there so this is this is so that's a good question right it was the lines of communication. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and, and it's it's not, and in a restaurant, the chef is behind like a counter, so it's not really feasible for him to listen and take your yeah. order. Yeah. The auntie who was actually like, who looked like the boss, she was like literally one foot away from me as this person's taking the order. Mm-hmm. And this person's not taking the order right. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to, okay. you're having to like repeat yourself over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, they wrapped in the cling form and said, look, it's all good. Paid for it. Didn't even ask the price or whatnot. Just, and then turn I went to. Baller, baller. No, no, no. I was you like, I'll like, just, I'll trust it. I just trust it. Gentrified and falling. Go on. No, no, I wish, I wish. And then sit down now to analyze the food that I've purchased. Bear shit's missing. Why is shit missing oh. from my order, bro? And then when I look at look at the transaction, I see it's almost half the price of the feast I ordered the night before, where everything was correct. And I was just pissed off. I was like. So I will say this straight up here. Like, I, I, I was actually having one of these debates recently about um, like food quality compared to food service, right? And like we said that there is a there's a it's a stereotype around West Indian t- um, businesses like restaurants around their quality of service. And what I said was that that stereotype lends itself to takeaways more than proper restaurants. If you go to a proper restaurant. The service is usually better. But mm. so what happened here would, would be in terms of, that would be in the same sort of um, area as a takeaway situation, right? Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like those takeaway business, they get too wrapped up in just getting the food cooked correctly and they don't understand the whole Do you know what, yeah? Ordering I was going to say that. service. I was going to say that, but I, I, I'm not even sure because this is definitely something that I just think. Mm. And there's no facts behind what I'm about to say, but this is just what mm, I think. Mm, mm. I feel like to more Jamaican than any other like West Indian island. I think they operate in a state of anxiety. Right. Right. It's where it's always like rush, rush, go, go, go. We have to do, we have to do, we have to do. Mm. So like when you're doing, like when it comes to takeaways... 
they might just be like they're so focused on getting the plant in that they forget that you order jerk chicken as well and just give you the plant in mm, or they just mm. don't give a toss yeah there's like there's think, either two options they just don't yeah, give think, a toss sorry go on no, no no I think you're right I think it's like literally that <laughs> it's like literally it's, on any given day you get one of the two literally basically. but also we could just talk about uh, 805 in Old Kent Road, the Nigerian restaurant. Mm-hmm. I just want to put it out there as an Afro-Caribbean goddess and beautiful lady. <laughs> I am half of both. And the service on both sides is almost exactly the same. I see, I see. That's 805 that's restaurant that's is all. banging, but you'll wait two hours for a jollof rice. Like, why am I oh, waiting two hours for rice? Yeah, why are you waiting two hours? But the food slaps, so you forgive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So this is the thing that was this is the discussion we was having, right? The discussion was if you go into like a restaurant, do you accept poor service if the food is amazing? And and the comparison here was to like say if you were going to like a, a, a clothes shop, would you accept poor service if the clothes were amazing? Or like you know what I mean? Like is it is it a different depending on the industry. I think it's different depending on the industry. I think with clothes shop shopping, like you'd expect, like you choose, well, you go in and you choose and you know what you're going for. So customer service isn't really important. Whereas oh. with like choosing food, there's way more interaction with the person that you're purchasing from. Does that make sense? And it's like, if you have a bad experience with that person, it may put you off in the future, even though the food banks. Do you know what? I don't know if I agree. Okay, go on. Um, just because I've been in certain shops and I've been, as soon as the manager's rude to me, it's like, you, I'll let you scan everything and then yeah. say, actually, yeah, let me buy it. And then I'll say, give me a refund. There and then. And I'll be difficult because you're rude. You think yeah, I'm going to work for my hard-earned, my hard-earned money that sometimes I don't get to sleep or I'm up at whatever hours of the night. Start working for you to come and tell me and be rude. You're yeah, joking because these, pe- these these pennies ain't free. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that, But that's just me. I have um, I tend to hold people to quite a high standard. And does that apply to food as well? Uh, it applies to food because if you're rude, if you're frying them chips, I will cut your shop. Don't be rude to me. Okay. But I don't so, know if that's because my love language is words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel Standard. like I feel like it um I really feel like obviously it could depend on each person, right? But for me, it depends on what my expectations are before I go in. So for example, if I'm going into like I don't even like shopping on the high street anyway, I like to shop online. So I don't even want that human interactions on the most part. But if I'm going somewhere like Top man or whatever it is, I don't go. To, I don't even shop in them shops in the first place. But if I was going there, then I'm not really expecting much in terms of customer service. The most I'm expecting is if I ask you for something in a certain size, I want you to like. I want to be to find someone within a reasonable amount of time, and I want them to come back to me with a yes or a no or whatever in a reasonable amount of time as well. But like, if I'm going somewhere like Gucci or like somewhere high end like that, one of them stores, I. I want to be treated well because obviously I'm going there. I don't really do window shopping. If I'm going somewhere, I'm mm. going to intend to buy something, right? Money bags. <laughs> no, it's not you money bags. Like I, 
I think I'm surrounded by ballers. Like, I'll be more than looking at the price of their foods. I'll be shopping. Where are we at? But my point is that some people go. I can understand like in that sort of shop right because I used to work in the phone shop. I know it's like when someone comes in, they would oh, have you got the new iPhone or you got this new phone? And you're like, yeah, we got it. You take it out for them and they play play around a bit for a bit and like, oh yeah, I don't want it. And you're like, motherfucker, like, why are you wasting my time for? But with me, if I'm going to like Gucci or whatever, I say Gucci because my main shop that I like to shop in. But if if I go in there, really, oh, shut up. <laughs> After you know, like place. we just don't have to say nothing. We just listen yeah. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just not gonna comment with anyone because you guys are gonna know who the poor one in the group is. So <laughs> we just have to keep quiet. <laughs> if I'm going there, I'm going there already knowing kind of what I want to get. All I want to know is that it doesn't fit me right. Do I want maybe a different color? Or maybe it's a it's a choice between like maybe two or three different options, but at least one of them I'm gonna buy, right? So I know that when I go in there, I say, "Hey, have you got this or that?" And I want to hear, "Yes, sir." I want to hear, um, "The change rooms are this way, sir." Uh, do you want a drink or anything? So like, like I want that, but I I don't, especially as a black man, a young black man at that. I know sometimes I look even younger than I even am as well. I don't want them to be thinking. Oh, is this guy even gonna bother our waste on time? Is he, is he gonna waste our time? Is he gonna try and steal it? <laughs> is he, what, you know what I mean? Like what's, I, I want that service to be pucker, right? Now, in a food shop, in a restaurant, um, I feel like I'm probably a bit more relaxed, but I guess, I don't know, I've, I've got a different view of food. I'm altogether. literally sitting here thinking about all the terrible services I've had. Prestige nail shop in Croydon. I will never oh, ever step foot back in that nail shop. Wait, what? What did they do to you? Uh, listen, they, okay, so they do. They do like they do nails. They do hair. They do eyebrows. Yeah, and yeah. I've heard the way they talk to some people sometimes, and it's just like, huh? And I think the last the last time I was in there, the lady tried it with me, and I just thought, oh, no. as in in my head, I can't actually put my hand in your till to grab my money out of the till. I can't even put my hand on your cheek to box your cheek. I was, like, it's like my whole soul came out of my body and then came back in because I was so angry. I don't want to tell you what (laughs) It was was, literally, they were just rude about my nails. They were supposed to give me my nails for free. They they were doing it for free, but they just weren't getting what was going on. Why and it was just they, like, was it like because, they really fucked something else up? Or? Yeah, they messed it up the last time and they were like, oh, we'll just do it again for free. And then the woman, the uh, woman who wasn't there, the store manager at the time, the little Polish lady with the black hair, she was just like, she said, you've been giving me attitude all morning. I said, I haven't been giving you attitude. I've told you what I've come here for and I'm tired. So I'm speaking now, in a monotone. I'm, a mon- I'm talking monotone. Up in this beach. Do you know what she said to me? She goes, I am tired too. Are you dumb? Did I ask if you're tired? It literally just went, it went a different way from there. Um, another time, poor customer service, you know, the jerk shop by um, Crystal Palace Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah, right by the uh, um, petrol station. That's, that's Delhi, isn't it? No, no, no. There's one right by the petrol station. It's oh, a jerk. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that jerk. one smells up, smells up the whole area. It smells yeah, good, but it smells, smells up the whole area, though. The food slaps. S-L-A-P-S-S-S-S-S-S-S. There's no way it comes. Yeah? If you come down South London, yeah, I will drive you around there. Just just driving around there, it's the whole smell just envelops the whole area. But it smells so good, so there's no way that food doesn't slap. There was a previous owner, yeah? 
I think I was asking for like, can I have this? Can I have that? And stuff like that. And it was just like, oh, we don't have this. We don't have that. The man no, was just like, he was, I can't remember what I said to him. You know me, guys. I'm not actually a rude person. Mm-hmm. And he goes to me. <laughs> I'm not even rude. Especially when you're dealing with my food. Because you could just spit mm-hmm. in that bad boy. Mix oh, yeah, it up. I don't even argue with anyone when it comes to food. Like, you can't do it. Okay, that's fine. No problem. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He said to me. extra sauce in there, mate. And they go. He said to me. If you don't like it, don't come back here. And <sighs> I was just like, I'm sorry, what? <sighs> and then um, basically, as I was cash, because I've already paid for the food, isn't it? As I was wrapping up, the guy was wrapping up my food. He was like, I'm really sorry. He's the owner, but he's so rude to everybody. Like he was literally <sighs> apologizing on the owner's behalf. So ever since then, I've not stepped back in the thing. Every time I've seen them on Facebook, I've been like one star, like literally literally just <laughs> trying to lock off their ting as much as I can because it was terrible. Uh, I, I have gone sad. back because I've seen under new management. Okay. But pre- that manager there that was there before, I wasn't going to shop there. But you know, we've spent 20 uh, minutes with my customer service. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, cool. I've never ever had the food from there before. I just try it. They're not on delivery, are they? You have to, have to go uh, down yeah, there. Yeah, you've got to go down there, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and that's the thing, like food spots. I, I know. I think I do have different expectations for food spots, but mm. it's like, yeah, I, I think to myself that if they're outright rude, then that's an issue. But really, yeah. stuff like the food comes like slowly, or the order's not quite right, or whatever. I think I'm a bit more um, forgiving. Accepting. Yeah, a bit more yeah. forgiving than I would be from something else. Like if I say to you, for example, if I went to a Foot Locker, I said I want these trainers in size nine. Then you come back with a different pair of trainers or or the pair or the trainers the size eight. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot or what? But if if I went to a food shop okay. and you missed like a small and you missed a, like a, a small part of my, of my order, I think I'd be more understanding of that. But it does annoy me though. Like if you go to pick something up and you don't check it, you get home, yeah, yeah, and then that's when you realize that what you want. They messed up. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's the, and that's why I was annoyed because I was just like, oh. So you're ready, you're ready for that. You're like, you're, you're yeah. like that Birdman rub, in it? And then like, you're yeah. like, oh, and fuck it. <laughs> None of that. None of that. It was just dry. Didn't even, they didn't even slap the coleslaw on the side as well. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. So that, you, you hate coleslaw? I hate coleslaw. What? Why? I don't, I don't eat white creamy substances, is it? <laughs> Listen, you're annoying, man. Why would you ruin it? You were going to go strong for 23 minutes. I've only got like a certain amount of time I can stay focused for, you know, before that sort of my brain's like re-engages. I'm sorry. Bro, 20 strong minutes you were going for. 22 strong minutes. Look at you now. Hey, 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 hey. I can go for longer than that as well. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Manny, how was your day, Manny? Yeah, it was good, it was good. But I think it's about time. Just yeah, let's do socials. Cool. Um, follow us, Airsource, and follow us on uh, Instagram, Airsource underscore. Follow us on Twitter, Airsource underscore. You can follow me, Manu890, on Twitter. Morva Lee, what's hey, your hey. socials? My social media is Morvia underscore Lee on Instagram. Uh, depend- Actually, you can find me at Morva Lee on um, Twitter or Tinu, T I N U X O. And on Snapchat, I am Goddess TT. That's a lot, but yeah, that's me. So it is a lot. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Matty Lee and on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee.
So yeah, we've got some music to review. I'm sure that this isn't we didn't become the the tongue sauce podcast, did we? Like the food sauce podcast. We still uh, have, uh, uh, <laughs> we still food have, sauce uh, sounds like a good one, isn't it? Food, it does. food sauce will not be bad, you know. I'll tell you, we just we just review everything. We go to a restaurant on the weekend, we put it in, they're like, you know what, I'm going to a barbecue on Sunday. And I'm expecting some good food there, so I'm going to okay, listen. I'm dropping some reviews on, on, on that as well. On that note. <laughs> I'm not uninvited now. No, no, I just need you to come bring the marquee tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow? That's not, that's not going to come till Sunday morning, fam. Oh, my gosh. Are you setting up? Yeah, I'm, All right, I'm set up for you. Sweet, sweet, look at this. We're not our private information. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Yeah, if you need to, if you need, like, to borrow or hire a marquee, call out me. And I got speakers good, as well. If you good, want to hire, oh look, yeah, we got, we got it, we got it. Yeah, because we, we can do your whole party. If you, we, we've even got DJs on deck here. Yeah. If you need to hire someone out, we've got that. We can pay that. We got that. It's party yeah, planners. <laughs> Partysource.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. What's the first? What's the first album reviewing? All right, I think it's cool. Something to do with cars and driving fast. Yeah, um, something to do with going to Tokyo, um, into space. Red to, no, I'm joking. Fast and Furious. Never, never ending. Um, was it never ending airport um, landing strips as well? That's another thing. That's there you go. There you go. Fast and Furious, like that franchise. Does it have more movies or same amount of movies as Marvel? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I don't think it has yet. No, no, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But it is like probably the best selling franchise in terms of movies ever. Yeah. Like after, after Marvel, yeah. After Marvel, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. It's mad like Vin Diesel has managed to to produce that when Vin Diesel's like an actor that was like going off the rails at some point, I think in the early 2000s with like flops. Like, was it Riddick? Did you watch Riddick? That alien film? Yeah. 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 It's like his favorite, but it did bad numbers, didn't it? So it was like, yeah, it was. And then from turning, from turning that into like this billion dollar franchise, because I, I know some, some people that work like with Universal and stuff and like Universal really love like this Fast and Furious franchise mm. and they put so much money behind it because it makes them so much. So I don't even see how they're going to like retire it in the, in the next movie because the thing they said they're only going up to 10, right? I don't know. I actually don't know. But what I do I know, know is that they will, they will definitely do some sort of spin off and make it so every character gets their own spin off or some shit like that. It would be yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised or, or if there's like prequels and we find out about all these random bits of people's lives. Yeah, I still true. want to see what happened why 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 Dom why Dominic Toretto went to prison in the first place. I want to actually see him beating up the guy with the, with the wrench. The fact that's what he went to prison for before the first movie. And yeah, I want to see that shit. I want to see a whole lot of shit. I want to... Oh, they're going to... There's a lot of spin that's for sure. They're going to de-age him in the next one. Dom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So the reason why we're talking about Fast and Furious is because they released their mixtape, uh, Road to official, Fast. Official soundtrack. Is it called official Road to Fast? Yeah, Road to Fast. Fast so it's got f- no, no. It's the right one. So it's got fast um, 
Southern in the top left hand corner, but the actual official title is Road to Fast. Oh, the no. movie. No, of the album. A mixtape, sorry, mixtape. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Are you sure I listened to the right one then? Yeah, you listened to the right one. Because it's like the cover with the different colours and everything on yeah, the yeah, back. Yeah, 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 it's that yeah. one. Cool. So on that on this track, I think this is one of those soundtracks that they made like or had in production last year or something like that. Because I think the movie got delayed due to Corona. Um a lot of the artists on here are, probably, are like the hottest ones of the time. So you've got a pop smoke feature, you've got a King Von feature on one of the tracks. Um, so what one's Pop Smoke on? Pop Smoke's uh, tra- track two. That's the one. Hold on. Um, there was like some, like I felt like they hit the head of a lot. They Like they hit the nail on the head when it came to, um, to their features. If that makes sense. So they had like Kevin Gates, Tory Lanes as well on this, um, yeah, lots of uh, lots Tory of good eyes. Well, what song was he on? Yeah, oh. I, I just realised. You know, <laughs> man, he's definitely this is the wrong one. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. All right, see you. Both, both of Fast Nine did come out last year. Okay, yeah, the official soundtrack came out. So yeah, well yeah, done, the man, original motion right. picture soundtrack, soundtrack 2021, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. I'm listening. So I've listened to that one as well. So that's the one with Skepta. Give your review on it. Give your review on it. Yeah. Okay. So the the one with Skepta and um, Pop Smoke Ace. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about the right one. Yeah. That's true. So I'm talking about the right one, but I've given the wrong name. Okay. okay. Apologies. Okay, okay. And it has the same background with the colors as well. So you know to see a like convincing. I had to second guess myself. I promise you. I'm looking at Apple Music now, yeah, and it says the Fast and Furious Nine. And I said, so yeah. I, mean, I said, yeah. You've got the right name, and I can see in front of me. I said you. Uh, look, this is what I'm doing. I'll send you the picture of the one that I was looking at, and then you understand why I was confused. Um, but okay, cool. Uh, going back to this track, yeah, it had it had features from like Skepta as well. I was really surprised. I was like, but not surprised because it was like a feature of Skepta, ASAP Rocky, and I think the Brethren's. So makes sense. That song made sense for me. I like that. Yeah, good. It was good. Um, there's not really much more I could say. Like it was, it's it's just a a collection of singles. I don't think he's got a Wiz Khalifa level hit on this one because that was a banger. That was sick, yeah, yeah. But to be honest uh, with you, I think we need to watch the film and then we can understand if the Wiz Khalifa if there's yeah. a Wiz Khalifa level because I think the song the song slapped because the song slapped anyway. Yeah. But because where it came in in the film, if you're yeah. not crying, you're mean. Like, if you weren't yeah. upset in that film when that song came on, you're heartless. Oh, man, yeah. that, that was, yeah, that was a lot, man. But so, I feel like, that's, what you said is very true. I think it's true for any film, right? But I feel with the Fast and the Furious franchise, there's there's certain songs that have just really slapped because of where they come on in the, in the film. So you know the one, mm. you know the, the film where they sit in Brazil? And the end, that, that song comes on and, like, it shows, like, a little montage of what every character is doing after getting all the money. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loved that song because of, you know, because of how it fit into the movie. And also there's a song at the end of, is that the end of 
Tokyo Drift. Like that sort of Japanese... Everyone loves it longer than how it fit into the movie. It's like yeah. it, just, it brings back good memories, I guess. So yeah, it's, it's that. So like you're right in that sense that you for this movie more than probably most others, you do to hear how these songs fit into, mm. into the movie as well, which um the movie's out soon, I think like next week or something. So yeah. Yeah. I do wanna no. say um have you finished your review, dear? Oh yeah, um, I was just gonna say there was like one track that didn't fit on the album right with me. It was the Prodigy Rizza um Breathe song. Didn't really didn't really like that song to be honest. But yeah, it was it was just a nice collection of songs. It's nothing that you go back to really. It's just yeah, good bit of listen. Um agreed. In terms of nothing that you would go back to now, just because I haven't seen the film yet. Um True. But I do feel like when I listen to this, I if someone said if someone presented me these songs and said this is Fast and Furious soundtrack, I would say hundred percent. Like I got it that this is a soundtrack for that kind of film. Yeah, yeah. So I liked it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by track seven, um, the one with Conscience on it. Like it, there was the Spanishy kind of Jamaican Caribbean feel. Yeah, I felt like they were trying to lean into that a lot on this album, yeah. right? Yeah. Which kind of made me feel like, okay, cool. So it's placed in some island, somewhere hot, somewhere nice. Um, it's a lot of fun vibes. And I can. it gave me like a bit of excitement to watch the film because I pictured the film by the sound. Mm-hmm. Was it the Rapido track? Uh, well, there was that one as well, but it was the yeah. one called Real, number seven. Okay, got you with um, conscience. Yeah, I've, I've. What was my? I had another critique on that that song. Um, it was good either way, but there was something I was going to say. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was about conscience. Oh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. We love conscience anyway. Big up. But yeah, I, oh. I liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I could image the picture, the film in my mind when listening to the tracks. Um, and I'm quite excited to watch the film because I've got a whole expectation in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it too high, you know. Remember, these films tend to be quite basic. You know what I mean? Know. It's true. All I, all I know is, yeah, from the advert, I saw there's one bit where they go to space and I'm just like, well, what the fuck's going on here? But I want to see how that even fits into the film, but it just sounds a bit crazy. Yeah. That does sound a bit wild. I haven't watched the advert. <laughs> um, just for the record, I didn't get a chance to listen to this um soundtrack, so I can't give a review. But I'll probably I'll probably drop a review once I watch the film and I listen back to the soundtrack then and give that overarching opinion. Yeah. Sweet. So, right, so you guys gonna drop some some ratings on this? Out of five, right? Yeah. So I go on, Manny. You go first. Okay, I I'm gonna give it a three. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't terrible. And it is what it is. It's a movie soundtrack, so I'll give it a three for that. I'm gonna agree with Manny, um, just because I haven't watched the film. So this could either go to two, or it could go to four, depending on how good the film is. <laughs> 
Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, I, you can't expect a, a a soundtrack to sound as good as a normal album because obviously the the cohesion between the songs, if you like, would come from the context of the film. So I guess you could watch the film and come back and say that no, the soundtrack shit <laughs> because yeah, of yeah. what's happening on the screen. But um, like I said, we can't really comment on that until after we see the film. But cool. Um, that's lovely that we've managed to get through that first view so quickly. What's Should the, we what's do the, another one? Since yeah. we're speaking about cohesion. <laughs> hmm. Can I'll, I pick I'll, one? Yeah, yeah, please, please. I want to go with her. That album. Oh, I thought you were saying this is gonna go go with her. No, oh no, do you know what? Let's go with Gucci's album first. Oh, really? That's how I felt. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Isis Daddy. Who wants to go first? Did you say Isis Daddy? Yeah, that's the name of the album. We're not doing that. It's Ice, bro. Like I'm almost 100 percent sure this one is Ice. (laughs) Ice Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Daddy, right? And obviously it's spelled differently, but it's going to sound like ISIS, isn't it? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, no. other terrorist organisations up on the pod right now, man. Anyway. Definitely ice daddy, okay? Cool, ice daddy. Gucci, man, is the ice daddy. You see the rocks that him and his girlfriend, his wife, sorry, him and his wife are wearing at some basketball game. It's fucking The Jamaican girl. Yeah, Keisha Kwa. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I like how you put it in there. I like how you drop it in there. It's you nice. know how we do. We do <laughs> The rocks on her fingers, the yeah, was so huge. Like, I, I don't know, man. I know Gucci Mane is minted, but fucking hell. Life he, is he really, he but really his girlfriend, understands. his wife, sorry, has been it as well, right? He, I remember him saying in an interview, he gave her a million dollars before he went to prison. Hmm. And then when she came, when he came out, she tripled it to six, and that's when he knew she was the one. He gave her one million and she tripled it to six. Oh, so she 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 made it into six, she flipped into six. Your, your maths, it really there's goes. a lot going on today with unit money. Oh no, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just not. On it. I need I need a coffee. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. The right time you waste your this party, I'm gonna make sure I put you up all that shit, bro. Anyway, um, no, yeah, that's right. That is the story I heard as well. That she held him down, she flipped the money, and also like when he was in prison, like she was sending him books like to help develop him. So she's been instrumental in this new version of... How old Gucci are they? Mid to late 30s, I believe. I don't think Gucci's 40 yet. When was he in prison? When was he in prison? It's a better question. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I, I, that's another topic for another day. Like, men in prison. Oh, Gucci means 41. Oh, gosh. Do you know what? Maybe I need to just keep my mouth shut because these men in prisons be buying their women diamonds and giving them a million pounds in it. And there's me at home. She's 36. So, yeah. No, she's like, clearly she's like a trap queen, isn't it? So it's all good. They, yeah, they fit each other very well. Um, but anyway, let's get the album review in it. I know you guys have got some... got a lot to say on this, so I'll let you guys go first because I feel like I'm going to be... Have an alternative view. Let's put that way to what you guys think. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm happy for you to go first, Marvely, if you want. Okay, so I stopped probably about track four. Um, cool. Just because I just it, it, I don't know. Like for me, I, sh- I I tried to listen to it earlier 
in the week and I was like okay I'll come back to this um I've tried again and I'm just like I don't know if this type of music is for me and I think it just comes down to maybe like content again it's a bit more refined and it's a bit better than some of the other stuff that I've listened to but then again it's just the same kind of stuff so I kind of struggled but I did like some of this like I, when I say I like the sound I like the instrumentals and the, the feel to some of the songs um but just generally more is just stopping at track four again look you can't I don't think you can ever force it if you don't feel it to be honest otherwise it ain't right like with this album, I can I, f- I fully understand why because for some reason Gucci did sound a bit dated on this album. Like he didn't sound like he was up with the times, and I don't know why that was, but it just did have like that dated feel. And his subject matter was quite repetitive. Um. Those are probably like my only two negatives, like really. But on the whole, some of the songs really banged. Like he's when he's talking about like the rich nigga shit, his lifestyle that he's living. Like, you, like with Gucci, you can he really means it. Like he's not just fake fake rapping this stuff. It's just mad. Like he's never been a top tier rapper, but he lives a top tier rapper lifestyle. Because he owns all his own masters, that's why. Yeah, that's probably Do you know what I do like about, like, you know when I talk about content? Don't get me wrong, I'm not looking for, like, gospel, holier-than-thou music, or things about the struggle and just, like, actually just being a better person or stuff, like, higher frequency. I'm not looking for that all the time. But I, I don't mind if there's content that has soul and has, like, what's the word I'm looking for? You can talk about the trap structure and, 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 and talk about it on a very deep and beautiful level. So Yeah, like I do you know what I mean? Saying. So if you have yeah. ones like if you have songs talking about I am that guy, like I blow money, I do this stuff, I don't mind because oh. I'm that's everyone needs a hype song. Everyone needs a song yeah. to make sure yeah. you know what's good. If you wanna know what's good, this is what's good. Like everyone needs that like in their lives. But also I just think when that's always what you're talking about and it's just why? Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? There needs to be a balance on the album. I think Gucci, the life he's lived, yeah, he could probably, if he had like the right person maybe next to him, executive producing a project, I reckon he'd be able to deliver like a proper deep album, Mm. like one that has everything, but he'd need someone next to him to do that. Otherwise, he'll be stuck in this like make singles that he wants to hear kind of mode. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I I I'll, so I think you're completely right with that, you know. I think you could I think that Gucci could deliver a better project than he has so far. Yeah. But I feel like when you get to the money side of things, I think the way he operates probably makes him a lot of money. Because yeah. Gucci is so loved, right? Everyone probably streams his album at least once or twice, right? He probably gets some really he gets an odd beat from a, a bigger producer, like I said, but a lot of the wrong feet are probably cheaper ones. Yeah. And so what, basically what I'm saying is he, he makes a big profit margin off of his records, right? Whereas you could go and be getting like all the biggest producers in, in the game and they're charging you top dollar 
that mm. album release to move units for you to mm. actually, you know what I mean? So make a, yeah. So I think that's one thing. But anyway, yeah. um, I will give a positive though. Um, and one of the things I tend to look at now is the length of the album and the length of the songs. And I feel like this is a well-balanced length and the songs are, other than that one that's two minutes, 11, because I don't know why the song is so short. Um, they're, they're decent length. Mm. Come I heard that, I heard that. What, what did right. you think, Matt? No, okay, okay, I'll go for it. It's basically, my view is like this, right? I don't think Gucci Mane makes good projects, generally speaking. I think it's like one or two classics that are actually like, I don't even know if they're good albums. I think they just got tracks on them that are stupendous, basically. But I don't think Gucci Mane makes good albums. Like even say, for example, some of his peers, like Young Jeezy or T.I., they have classic albums. Like, you know, you play from start to finish and every track is of a certain level of quality, right? I don't think Gucci has that. But his whole thing is that he will release a project He's going to release like two or three projects a year. Yeah. He hasn't done it recently, but he can do it. And um, I think his last project was 2017. Well, there you go. I think that's when he just first came out of prison, right? Yeah. I think that year he, he released about three projects that year, I believe, or between 2016 okay. and 2017. Anyway, he can, he can put out a project and will have two or three bangs on it. And people will remember those bangers and they'll be like, oh, it was a good project because these songs were on there. But to say as a playthrough, like of the whole playlist of songs, it was a good project. I don't think so. so How that's, many that's skips? Basically... Oh, How many skips? Yeah, there's, there's plenty of them. All, all the way through. Like Basically, the only songs I really liked... No, I said How Many Skips, as in how many songs did you skip? Oh, on this? Yeah. I didn't skip any because I listened to all of them. Okay. But my point is that if I was to listen to, like, to it again... I think I'd only have like two tracks I want to hear again. So it'll okay. be like Trap Shit with a little baby. And yeah. um what was it? Was it Fold Up Money? No, Top of Shit. Top of Shit with two chains and Young Dolph. I like those two. So those are the only ones that I really liked as an album. I didn't really think it was a good album. But I think that's just how Gucci is. So I'm I like bust everything you said and bust down as well. I thought bust down is pretty good. That was Did you like, like the introduction? Like, rich, rich, rich N-word shit. Mm. Did you like the way the album opened? Hello? I didn't think it was amazing. I mean, you, if I'm thinking about intros, I'm thinking like Meat Mill's intros. Yeah, yes. those are crazy intros. Drake has crazy intros. That wasn't a crazy intro, in my opinion. So it wasn't a bad one, mm. but it was like, meh. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Okay. And your rating? Yeah, we can't do the ratings until, until Manny gets his one in. Sorry, Manny, I thought you did yours. You said it was. Yeah, there. yeah, I did. I did mine. Um, oh, I, did I finished mine. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, my rating then would be like a two, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not going to get higher than a two for me as well. I'm going to have to agree with a two uh, just because, it, you know, Young MA is just my like one ear <laughs> I don't think anything is on that level um, but yeah I did struggle a little bit so yeah I'm going to have to give it two damn cool 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 we're unanimous on that, on that. That's good. just Before so we... everyone knows if you ever make music and you want me to listen to it 
one ear is young MA level, okay? <laughs> so all you need to do is produce something better than that and I'll give you more than one. <laughs> Alright, just to, just to um, let you guys know as well, um, Early's not on the pod today because he's a bitch ass. I'm joking. He's not here today because he's busy with some other matters that he used to take care of and yeah. um, he'll be back next week. So we look forward to having him back. But because of that, we're actually having proper, honest opinion shares rather than his stupid scores. But <laughs> no Kanye no, no West references. Oh. I'm off next week, by the way. Did you ask for permission? I'm not accepting Yeah, it. Yeah, we did. You have we signed your, your permission request. today? You did, you no, signed I mean, it. Three weeks ago. Nobody signed shit. Oh, you know, you did tell us, actually. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Manny's off next week. So it's, it's like, welcome to the part-time pods, but yeah. It's not a part-time <laughs> pod, bro. <laughs> no, like, where's your commitment Oh, my oh, No, no, that's cool, that's cool. Anyway, that's what it's to make sure you guys are doing. It's, it's only, but yeah. When there's no blow-up, it's still with us. It's not no warrior mouse situation. Yeah. It's still strong. All right. Next next album. Shall we get to... Should we do some, st- like, um... Topic news? Some news? Yeah, news. Some news? Yeah. Some news? What news is there? Uh, uh, there, was, there was a piece of news that I was really interested. This Young Buck mm-hmm. situation. Oh, man. Tell me all about huh? it. Okay, cool. So, 50 Cent um, put up a post of... Um, I think like a YouTuber who seemed to be like a gossip gossip YouTuber, if that makes sense. And basically she was alleging that Young Buck had been beating up his girlfriend because he was hiding a secret. And that secret is that he was now living with um, his partner, who is from the trans community, um, who is also his manager. Does that wait? Say that again. That don't make no sense to me. Is wait, wait, just to get this bit clear. The person that he's beating up is he beating up the person he's living with? No. So he's okay. he was he was um, he had a girlfriend prior okay. um, to his new relationship. Um, apparently, I'm not sure if there were kids involved, but some for some reason they ended ended up in a scrimmage, a scrimmage, a bit of a fight. Yeah. Um, and I think Young Buck got arrested for that. Turns out that he was in a new relationship um, with his partner, who's from the trans community, wow. and who's also his manager. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but what I'm saying is, like, all these years, it's those have been rumours that have been following Young Buck, and it's kind of like a Fifty Cent's post is like, look, why didn't why don't you want to come out? Like, I'd have never held it against you. Fifty Cent yeah. needs to go and okay. sit down because he's such yeah. a troll. He is so, a troll, isn't he? Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent was not saying it in a in an apologetic way or whatever. Or right, supportive yeah. way. He was yeah. being a cunt. Let's let's get that one right, okay? <laughs> okay cool. And I think it's we all know why he never came out. If he came out as gay or or wanted to sleep with a transgender person then the hip-hop community would just, like, vilify him. Because at the end of the day, although this new generation are a lot more accepting of, of homosexuality, I think it's a good thing, the generation that Young Buck's from absolutely is not. And that's, yeah. There's no two ways around it. And I'm sure there are other gay rappers from his generation as well. But if they came out, their career would immediately end. 
Young Bucks Could, career basically is a life sport now anyway, so why not come out as gay? It makes no difference to him. I, I have curiosity, right? Like, what's this has all changed over the last, let's say, how, when did Young Buck and Jeevan come out? 10, 15 years? Mm-hmm. So in the last 10, More than 15, that, but yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, more than that. Like 20 years even. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, what's changed to make it more normal? I can think of a few artists that have been like stepping all stones all towards these, that. Like, I would say like Frank, French, oh, sorry. Frank Ocean is definitely one of those artists. And Lil Nas. Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator? Yeah. Um, okay. He said Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yeah. Lil you say what's Bell. changed? Yeah, I mean, like, what I'm saying is what artists have paved Nicki the way Minaj. for it to be more normalised? Nicki Minaj. Do you want me to tell you who's paved the wave? Yeah, go, go, go uh, for it. Corporate white middle class men. Oh, that's true. Absolutely. But Nicki Minaj as well. Do you know why? Because I feel like their LGBT agenda is pushed by corporate white middle class men. Um, Nicki Minaj, I don't think so much because men have always had a fantasy about two women. And her just talking about that just taps into the No, 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 no. Nicki Minaj has a massive gay following. And she makes music for that as well. Yeah, Um, but that's because she taps into the fact that Gay people like are gay, right? So they like gay things. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm just going to put it as like dumb it down as possible, yeah. Um, but men also don't mind women acting that way. Yeah. So that's a she wins both ways, right? Yeah. So she's tailoring to men. She also gets the the LGBT community supporting her because I agree. It works both ways. Um, right. But the reason why I'm saying corporate middle class men is because they are the people with the money that control these people anyway. And if they now want to start talking about, if they now want to be comfortable in being their gay selves, they're they're pushing that gay agenda. Okay, but when when, when young fuckers call everyone husbands and boyfriends, that's another good point. All that sort of stuff. What's that all about? Right, they still. (laughs) It's, it's, it's It's all, it's all, it's all. Okay, I, I totally agree with what you're saying there, you know, you're not wrong, by the way. But I, I just think to myself that, um, <laughs> okay. There's been people that have set the pathway, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, actually visually, right? Actually yeah, just sense, visually. Like, yeah. Okay. That, that young fuck is, is, is fully on this whole gay thing. He's, he says he's not gay, but I don't, I don't ever understand. Like, he embraces, gay. like, gender-neutral fashion, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because I just feel yeah. like I don't know. He, a, he had a dress on in it on his Jeffrey album. Yeah, oh, is that when Nicki Minaj said um, she found him playing with dresses in on that? Oh yeah, <laughs> on that song. Do you, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so, cool. So, Young Thug, you had Lil Nas X, Frank Ocean. There's a lot of gay artists come on now, so like I feel like this generation here, they they don't fear it as much, and also society in general. Remember, music is a reflection of society, right? Yeah, we have a lot more education on on homosexuality. Yeah, like I, even for like I always say to myself, I always share my story. I, I, I'm I'm happy to share it now because of the fact yeah. that I feel like um I say it like I can't in the closet, isn't it? <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, Matt, are you gay? <laughs> no, but no, 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 hey, 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 I'm definitely not gay. But my point is, I'm saying is that. When I was growing up in South London, from a West Indian background and all that, yeah, all they hear in these songs are like anti-gay, whatever. And then 
I was essentially homophobic. I didn't want to be around gay people. I didn't like the whole yeah. concept of being gay. I went down to Brighton Uni and I'm around gay people all the time. And I realised that these people are just normal people, but they're gay. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're not yeah. like, they're not like complete weirdos, right? Or just like how yeah. I thought they were before I'd been exposed to them. So I feel like nowadays people are educating that sort of aspect of it without having to be around gay people. They learn mm. from TV shows, from from documentaries, from books, whatever, what it is like to be a gay person. So if you're an upcoming artist, whatever, maybe in this younger generation, they don't feel so restricted yeah. or whatever to have to be... Like, they have more of a community behind Social them, media like, as well yeah. makes it happen because like, they can be like, they yeah. can reach out to other gay people and, and yeah, you know, they all support each other. Whereas before, can you imagine coming up in the 90s and early noughties, right? And you're, you're gay and you have no one else around you that's gay. And how are you I'm not going to gonna lie, yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but also I feel like being in the early 90s and 80s and being gay, I'm just thinking about the party scene, right? Because gay people mm. know how to have fun. They've been known how to have fun. Absolutely. So growing yeah. up, going like growing up in that era, if I actually found a, if I was gay and I actually found a community where even though I was keeping my secret to myself, mm. but like on a Friday night I link up with my gay friends, I think yeah. I'd be living. But like, I think I'd be having such that. a great time. He probably was doing that though. That's what I'm saying. Probably was. But, yeah. but back then. But back then, you never had to worry about your picture coming up on Instagram yeah. or Snapchat or whatever. You know what I mean, nowadays... Yeah, but then you, you could don't... just be like, oh, I'm gay, so I'm going to fly to Mexico with my man and live my best life. Mm. Yeah, that's true, but then you don't make any more money then, do you? No, but no but one then... would see you. Like, even if people were to see you, it'd have to be like word of mouth before it could really, really pop off. Uh, I don't know. I feel it's difficult. especially I feel like especially with hip-hop, right? In, in yeah. other genres, I think you can do it. If you're a pop artist, right? Like Ricky Martin, for example. Oh, no, no, no. But no, my point is that how you live life. If hip-hop, yeah. you have to live the whole life. You can't say you're... Or at least as a, as a gangster rapper, say, as, as a gangster rapper, you can't say you're doing this and doing that on tracks, right? And then not be doing it in person as well. We need to see you out in the clubs with diamonds, with a mm. bad bitch, with the big whip. Every now and then you have to go slap someone up as well so we know you're really about it. Like, mm. This is like the reality of, of gangster rap, isn't it? Obviously, nowadays, you don't have to be a gangster to be a rapper anymore. Like, you can just be a rapper. Do you think the final frontier is a gay gangster rapper? <laughs> no. You don't think so? <laughs> what is it? What's, what's, what's the... What's the like, like, a, like an Omar Boondocks. level version. Nah, what's, what's the Boondocks character called again? Like... Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but it's not oh, yeah, Fug Delicious. Fug Delicious, yeah. Wait, is, that, is that Young Thug? The Young Thug's gang, you know? Oh, yeah. He's but he's gay as well. Like, But he's like, hidden, he's in the closet. With, like, no, it, I don't understand how you can call your friends, your boyfriends, and your and your hubby is the right, yeah, and not be gay. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, let's not get too deep into that shit, bro. It's like. Yeah, but like there's like, again. It's almost like, can girls call girls call other girls like, oh, that's wifey? Like, yeah, oh, that's... yeah, but like, like men are always being different to girls to women. It's just opinion, toxic masculinity, so. though, isn't it? It is a bit, of that, and, yeah. and, and and I guess that's part of it as well. Like you know, as time's gone by, I think men in general, like as an average, I guess, behaving less of a masculine way. So the expectation on 
speaking or something, he probably changes as well. I don't know. I'm just saying, my objective and my always, my number one objective will always be to keep the black community growing and support the black community. And that includes having children and raising a family <laughs> and all those things. And I knew this was coming. You you know me already, right? I'm just gonna go back to square one and I I don't have anything against people and their genders and their sexualities and stuff like that because I want everyone to live in their truth because that's who you are. But whilst mm-hmm. you're living in the truth, just make sure that the community is taken care of. So if you are a gay family, you need to adopt a stray black baby and grow that stray black baby to make sure that person becomes the best person they can be. And mm. that's how they support the community. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But for me, I think when people live selfishly and just do whatever they want to do and not consider other people. Yeah, that's it's when it's a problem. Yeah. It's Sorry, that's not rough, is it? That's not harsh, is it? No, that was good. That was good. Like, I think, I think going back to Young Fudd, like, I feel as though it might be rumours because he hasn't come out anyway. But if he does, I don't think it'll be a bad thing for him. Like, it could be something that reinvigorates. Maybe he'll start producing different type of music. But if he lives in fear, it's not good. I think another thing as well that we all, we, we, I think that we speak about being gay as well as as a um, as a binary thing. <laughs> yeah, I know the term now is non-binary anyway. When the pit genres, um, genres, genders, sorry, but um, also sexuality. Maybe he's bisexual or whatever. So you know, he's not going to be gay or straight. You know, but yeah. Anyway, let's not get stuck on that one for too long. I think yeah, for, in terms it. of in terms of um, young buck. I think his hands were tied back in the day. Mm. And if now he wants to live his best life, let him do it, man. Like, he's not troubling mm. anyone, isn't it? So, that's the way live I see it. it. Live it. Come on. What else is happening in the news? That fucking idiot coded up black again. Oh, he really man. pisses me off, man. Why? Why does he piss you off? What did he do this time? Okay, cool. So, so basically, he's, he's like taking a picture from a helicopter. There were a Lakers 24 jersey on with Bryant on the back. That's obviously Kobe Bryant's classic jersey. Mm. And all, all the helicopter and his ripple effects all purple and gold, like the Lakers colours, right? Yeah. And he's saying um, he's dedicated it to, to Kobe Bryant. And obviously Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Like, mm. what type of dickhead is this guy? Like, why so, would you do that? Did you watch the clip? Where he explained himself. I don't want to watch any clip associated to this guy. He's just an arsehole. Any time he opens his mouth, he's just doing disrespectful to people that are legends, legendary okay. people. Like, I hate but him. Let me just explain. So what he said in, in that interview is that, like, obviously when he was in prison and he got the news, before he got the news, actually, he was envisioning himself coming out of um, prison and flying a helicopter. But okay. after Kobe died, like, he said, nah, I'm not gonna, like, uh, I'm a bit worried about doing that. But I think 
but again, him saying that, it didn't actually correlate with the fact that he's taking a picture next to a Kobe helicopter. Does that make sense? So exactly. it was, a, it was an explanation without an explanation. If that, just more questions. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. That's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, right. I, I just think to myself, um, I think to myself, yeah, the guy needs to just get deleted, man. Yeah, it brings. I think your beef with him comes from the Nipsey Nipsey. It started there and it's making it worse. Yeah, when he said oh, that no. he tried to get him in London, like a couple of days after Nipsey Hussle passed away, like what is wrong with him? It's a dickhead. Anyway, the other bit is um, the guy from that did the little dance to the Tion Rain and Russ video. Russ song. Oh like yeah. That. Yeah. Again, I think I always say right. It's a bit like the Alex from Glastonbury thing, right? How he mm. got so much hype. He got a boohoo man deal as well, right? Yeah. And um, I don't remember Dave or AJ Tracy getting anything like that from, from, from that Tiago Silva situation. Now, this guy done a little dance, went a bit viral on um, Instagram, and now yeah. he has a boohoo man deal as well. Like, I don't get it. Lad Do Bible Tion, fit, does, does, does Tion Wayne and Russ have a boohoo man deal? Like, but I'm not going to lie. That all started off with a black guy's tweet. Like it was a sarcastic tweet where the black, where the I forget, I don't know the guy's name, but I saw it on the timeline. It was this black guy who was like, "Ah, uh, in it's any amount of time guy. before this guy gets yeah. up with him, and yeah, yeah." And, and and he was right though. Yeah, no, but then because his tweet went viral, obviously. Lad Bible and Boohoo Man are gonna take note and try and capitalize off the clout. Do you know what I mean? So this goes to my second my second point now, is that, how do I write this correctly? We as a community love to bring in other people and mm. they always prosper more than the people in the community. And I don't understand why we keep doing this. It happens every single time. Every single time. And every single time they essentially receive more than we do. And... It's like, when does it stop? Like, you know, when does it when does it stop? Like, it, it's just okay, whatever. Anyway, next um topic, I think this was so. Trick Daddy has been running his mouth about. Beyonce. Yes, <laughs> this news. Oh, no. I don't know what the beef is. I don't get where where this beef even stems from. Like, why? Why now? Why bother to say this now? And he's not completely wrong, but. Actually, no, he is kind of wrong, actually. He said that Beyonce can't sing. That's not true. Beyonce can sing. Yeah. Beyonce, is, Beyonce is not the best singer of her generation. But she is a very good singer. So Beyonce. who's the best singer, singer of the generation, would you say? Jennifer Hudson's a better singer than all. Kind of okay. And even Marsha Ambrosius is a better singer than her, too. But Beyonce is a superstar. They've not had anywhere near the same level of course success either. So yeah, Beyonce is a superstar. I mean, she's got everything. Performer. She's she she is as close to Michael Jackson in just let's say generation. Like what other females done? What Beyonce's done? Kiss Bar's close to Michael Jackson, but yeah. No. Yes. No, not better Beyonce. Better, better dancer than Beyonce has done. Oh, but I mean, who delivers the best live show? Because a Beyonce live show is phenomenal. I feel like that's mm. a lot to do with budget, though, isn't it? Because Beyonce doesn't get to work on the same budget. So yeah, but the reason why he doesn't get to work on the same budget... Yeah, because he has a bitch slap a woman, that's yeah. why. 
Again, there's another thing coming out now that he slapped someone, isn't it? Oh, partly, partly. partly. Slapped off her weave. He slapped off her weave. I'm looking like, that's not funny, my God. I saw that meant that, yeah. I'm like, it's the sound that's like from, that's like from Pooty Town. Like what is wrong with Chris, man? Like his pimp hand, his pimp hand was really pimping that day, man. Just when, just when, like I think Chris Brown's like in the clear. He always does some shit just to put all that attention and bring that story back up. I think that is just who he is. I think that an abusive man. Yeah. Mm. It's sad, but it is what it is. I think that it's been covered up before. I remember there were some pictures that came out of him like strangling his then girlfriend. It was, I don't think it was huh? Karuchi. It might be, it might be Karuchi, but I don't think it was her. It might be the one after her. And um, apparently he was strangling her, and then her mum was like, had to come out and and like stop it. And then after the when the when the pictures came out, the story was oh they were just play fighting and whatever. And like who okay. play fights by strangling someone? But, oh, okay. it depends on the situation. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a little, a little strength. A little choke there. here and there. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, if I ask Chris Brown, I'm not going to be doing that in my garden when paparazzi can be looking. Like, do it in the bedroom, innit? Yeah, and you're it's definitely like... not going to slap someone's weave off, right? Like. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Look, it's not actually funny because it's I don't not... condone domestic violence in any shape or form. I just no. think it's stupid because Shade Barra said slaps off the weave. Um, that is what's funny. I it's think it's the headline. Yeah, the headline's funny, but the action itself isn't funny. But um, And the thing is, like, I can imagine that if he did do it, I can, uh, again, I'm not making it okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but I can imagine if he did do it, it's probably because a girl was chatting shit. He like get your bit chest out my face, slapped off a weave. Alternative, isn't it? but anyway, um, that is just oh, man. I want to see a skit. I would love to see Dave Chappelle do a skit on it, man. Because like it, it would, Dave Chappelle would make it so funny. It's, it's not funny. Dave Chappelle would make it funny though. <laughs> he would. He really would. I can see. I can see him doing it like our Prince. His Prince skit. Oh my god, when Prince was floating and playing basketball and shit. Anyway, I'm re- just reading up on this as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's been accused of hitting a woman during an argument in Los Angeles' home. Um, oh, my God. Last house. year, um, yeah, the police are investigating the incident as battery. Last year, Pris- uh, Brown settled a 2018 sexual assault lawsuit stemming from an alleged incident at his home. His ex-girlfriend successfully filed for a five-year restraining order against him in 2017. Prior to that, Brown served probation for for pleading guilty to the felony assault of Rihanna in 2009. So this man is a serial woman beater, essentially. He's... He's gonna, he's gonna get, he's gonna get cancelled. A woman claims she was raped multiple times at his home in February two thousand and seventeen. And that doesn't even surprise me. Yeah, that's mad. Do you know what? Right, there's something, I, there's something I often say, and I think it fits here. And I think it fits in. Um, I need to say it correctly so that no one gets my back about what I'm saying. Mm. But um. And again, this is all alleged stuff, or most of the stuff is on the list is alleged, I guess, because you don't mean find guilty of some of the stuff that's on the list, right? But hear me, hear me out here. I believe that some men 
especially um, alpha males, people at the top of the game, millionaires, who have women throwing themselves at them, right? I think they believe that as long as a woman commits to a certain point, so if they come to the house or they say they want to do this, whatever, over text or whatever, I think they believe at that point that they can do whatever they want in that woman. See, and... do you know what's interesting you say that, yeah? Because mm. I said that once to this guy. Um, he is ridiculously wealthy, as in like old money wealthy, like ridiculous, yeah? Mm. And I said to him, I feel like this is how rich men behave. And um, exactly what you said. And then he said, that's only new money, rich men. Those people, those are people who have never actually been rich before until this point in their life. People who come from money don't behave like that. I think there's a difference there. Absolutely. Because obviously if you, if you've been born in it, then you don't know any different and you're not going to suddenly get hyped with the whole idea of now I can do what I want. Mm. Because essentially you've always been able to, right? So there's no like sudden um, rush, if you like. Yeah. But I think there is a, there's a difference there as well. It's not just about the money; it's about the status, status, and the fame, along with it. So, for example, when Ronaldo was accused of rape, right? And again, like, I'm trying to word this correctly, so I'm not coming across the wrong way. But the story was that the girl came to his hotel room. And then I think when they were midway through whatever they were doing, that's when she withdrew consent. And I think he probably thought to himself, if this was, again, the theory that I have is that he's probably like, I'm Cristiano fucking Ronaldo. Right, this girl's come to my room. Obviously she wants to fuck. So why am I not fucking her? You know what I mean? And that, that is the wrong way of thinking because obviously a woman can say no at any time. If a woman says no, it's no, right? But I'm thinking that's the sort of thing that's going through their head. So I think... For Chris that's Brown, why it's rape. That's, that's exactly why it's rape. It's rape. It is rape. 100%. But I think, that's, I think that is where... I think that is where the, the mindset is coming from. And I don't think that makes any difference to... Okay, this is a weird one, actually. Do, do you feel that as a woman that there's any difference between someone that's thinking like that? As in, we are halfway there already. Why are we stopping now? Sort of thing compared to someone that is just like a a proper sexual predator? Or is it, maybe there's no difference at all? I don't know. I mean, there there is a difference because if you're a sexual predator, you've already raped me before I've even said hello. Mm, that's true. Does that make sense? But um, yep. I do feel like yep. if I say to you, like, All right, stop, 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 stop. And then you keep going. And I'm like, no, nah, chill. And you keep going. Bro, I said chill. What do I have to do? Punch you in the face. And and that's the thing as well. Is because I like speaking to... Uh, I've had these conversations with women, female members of my family, stuff like that before. And friends, of course. And one of the things that happens as well, like, well, that could potentially happen in that situation. Like, obviously, some women be like, oh, my said, I said, get off me, motherfucker. They're going to start fighting, elbowing, whatever, to get out of that situation. And some will just clam up. And that almost just like, let's take whatever's been dished Yeah, out. it just depends like, on the type of woman that you are, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then now, so a woman saying no X amount of times, and then, um, and then literally climbing up, 
that guy might then think, oh, well, she's okay now. Yeah, and see, again, that's not acceptable. That's but... the thing, right? I think it comes down to society as well, right? It depends on... it's Okay, before there was a culture of women being like these super modest women who actually like they don't know what sex is and they don't know anything about that and all women should just really be modest essentially right Mm. so sometimes women would be like oh no 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 but actually they really want it Mm. but because you have to come across as someone that's not a hoe essentially you might just be like no 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 do you get what i'm saying but Mm. actually you mean yes so i'm not defending any man and don't ever try to use what i've just said as don't because it it will get real sticky for you right but sometimes i don't know what's going on in their head but sometimes if you're in the middle of whatever you're doing and a girl saying no you might actually think she just means yes it's dumb because of what she's obviously said no but you know like no, but you have to ask in that situation, man. Like, there are yeah, of course, lines well. of course, yeah, of course, of course, 100%. 100%. There, there are definitely blurred lines, but equally, like... Could, like I, I, I've always said that in the situation I've been in with a girl, a girl will say no to me while she's pulling me in. You know what I mean? How can you be, like, she's saying no, pulling me closer, kissing me, saying no, or grabbing my things and then saying no. And the next thing you know, we're doing the thing. Yeah, but I think She it, did say no. Like, you know what I mean? So, would that technically, you know what I mean? Obviously, and I said, so I totally get that. It's not just about what's being said. It's the physical action as well. But then um, what about checking after it's happened? Do you know what I'm saying? Just to make sure. After, before, it, sh- it should be like, yeah. what do you want? Do you, are yeah. you saying yes or are you saying no? Hey, look here, yeah, nowadays, since these sort of things have been coming out, yeah, nowadays I am so explicit with it. Like, yeah, you have to be. To do because I'm yes, not getting yeah. caught up in any of that shit. Like, yeah. I'm not. Like, because that is a charge that if someone puts that on you, oh my god, it's days. long, it's so, so long. long, and it's so hard to defend as well. Like, uh, yeah. the thing is, right, it's like, first of all, it's just it's, it's he said, she said, mm-hmm. and it's like, if, it's, if there's even if there's evidence left behind, <laughs> you've got no legs to stand on, really, have you? yeah. So, yeah, yeah. sorry, when you say it's evidence, like, what do you mean? Well, some people like it rough. And some oh, sorry, like sorry, it. sorry, 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 sorry. I understand. <laughs> I like, yeah, so that could happen. And so, yeah, it's, it's still a lot. Anyway, no, I think Chris Brown has... Um, I think Chris Brown needs to basically... Let's put it this way. If he is guilty, he needs to sort his shit out. He's probably going to go back to prison as well if he is guilty. But if he's innocent... He really needs to look at who he has around him and try to do better mm. with the people he keeps around him. Like, stop having groupies over. Didn't Rihanna say something like this as well in her interview with Oprah? That he has bad people around him or something? That he's not a bad person. You know what, right? I'm not gonna. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I've got family members, right, that are the sweetest people to talk to, right? But they are on cruds. I'm not mm. saying vape here. But they, they just do mad shit. I've got friends like that too. So when someone says he's not a bad person, a lot of people are not bad people. They don't mean they're not going to murder you. Not yeah, saying I hear that. Are <laughs> not saying that. But like you know, what I mean, there's there's good people. There's people that will that will that will offer you a chair on the bus, offer you a seat on the bus, sorry, that will offer you food, that will like take you out, or whatever. 
and they will still stab someone up. They will still rape someone. They'll still do whatever. Do you know? I think it so. was. What did I read? Somewhat something that supports that. I think they said, um, Hitler when he went home to his kids at night, they, his kids weren't calling him a bad person, but yeah, he was exactly. ha- running camp, uh, concentration camps in that. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's all perspective as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I I think Chris Brown is is a very um. He's on, he's on thin ice. Definitely on thin ice. He's, on, he's been on thin ice for like the past 10 years, if not longer, yeah. but I just think that he needs to just surround himself with better people. And it's probably a case of it's not possible because I don't think there's anybody that can tell him anything. There's no one. I don't think, even, if, if, even if Jay-Z swooped in and said, look, Chris, I want to help you. I want to... Um, if Jay-Z definitely wouldn't. Jay-Z hates him because of what happened with Rihanna, isn't it? But mm. <laughs> if, if a big guy like Jay-Z, Diddy, Jay, whoever... Come and said, look, Chris, I want to help you, support you, try to help, try to, um, you know, offer you advice and support. He's not going to have it because of who he is now. He's like, what, 37 years old. He's a millionaire many times over. His fan base is huge. And they stick by him pretty much no matter what. So I don't really see why he's going to listen to anyone unless he goes... Unless he basically falls back to no, zero. No, that's not okay because you know what? I think from what I understand, this is a bit more of a personal thing because was he not saying that he used to watch his stepdad beat up his mum all the time? I can't remember. I don't know about that, but it's quite yeah, possible. I, I, I want to say that's f- like factual. And I just think if you come from a place where you've seen the, the person you love, well, I, I would say love the most, go through what you're now doing to somebody else, surely you would probably want to be a different person. Mm, mm. I agree. Surely, right? Oh, yeah, of course. You're right, you're right. Yeah, but I oh, think, it's I think, I think it's trauma manifests itself in different ways. Like, of course you'd want to be a different person, but sometimes hurt people hurt people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's deep. And sometimes deep. people who have millions of pounds can afford forty dollar therapy sessions. Yeah, but not if you don't think you need it. I think at some point you're gonna have to look in the mirror and say, if I'm always in court, yeah, and I'm always going through these things, clearly something's not right here. But when you're self medicating, that's true. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you he, can't. He, it's he, hard. Sometimes he looks so gaunt, like he's on some heavy yeah. drugs as well, man. And if you have people around you that are telling you, like, oh, yeah, man, like, he definitely has that. that he definitely has that. He definitely has a lot of yes men around him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you, though, right? Okay, now I'm actually, I've got a heart, I wouldn't do that, but I can, I know some people that if they had a chance to hang with Chris Brown every day, like, live at his house, go to the parties of him, like, go to the studio, go to the performances, whatever. And have all the bitches that come with it, like, sorry, groupies that come with it, and stuff like that. Um, they're gonna tell him that he's right if everything he does. Oh, that mm. song which sounds like trash. Oh, that's fire, Chris. I love it. I love it. But when you're releasing it, um, a woman gets a bit rude and he starts going at her. Oh yeah, Chris, you're so funny, man. That's so funny, man. Buy me, buy me some more Gucci. Like mm. these, a lot of these people have got no other income other than leeching off of someone like Chris Brown. So, yeah, of course they're going to say yes and and, and support him with his bad behaviour. 
mad. All right, cool. What albums have we are we yet to review? Because I'm conscious we're enjoying these topics. We've got one more, but there's a couple of other topics I want to go to before we get there. Okay, cool. All right. So first one is that I think the Soldier Boy versus uh, uh, Lil Bauer Shade Moss. Is that, is that this weekend? Uh, I think it might be. Maybe. Can you check that? The other one it. is Michael B. Jordan got a lot of um, a lot of backlash for trying to. Oh, figure Jeeva. So yeah. So yeah, I didn't know what it meant. Stuff. So I had a trainee friend, right? He didn't even know what it meant either, to be honest. I'm after chopping right. <laughs> I'm joking. No, he's a good mate. But, um, Says the Chinese guy that's never eaten proper Chinese. Hey. Sorry. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Jamaican <laughs> Chinese, okay? Let's get it out right. Jamaican Chinese, yeah. So um there's a difference. Anyway. Shad Mawson, Soldier Boy this Saturday. Yeah. Okay, Did cool. you watch the um, Breakfast Club interview around that? Yeah, that was actually yeah, great. Was that, Ray J was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Ray J, yeah. yeah that was quite funny. And but, what was um, the other thing, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, so with the, with the, with the rum that he's doing. And um, so basically, what it is, right? Let me, let me get this article up. So basically, what the meaning is of this celebration is it's the start of the carnival in Trinidad right in the morning the people the Trinidad people they basically reenact something that happened hundreds of years ago whereby the white slave owners were mocking the slaves who were forced to go and cut down uh, so it's the sugar cane on the plantations and um, they would have to do this whilst the plantation was actually on fire right so a lot of these um, slaves are getting burnt obviously inhaling a lot of smoke and it was a really horrific day for them, basically. Um, the slave owners then reenact this a couple, like every year or something like that, taking the piss out of the slaves. And then when they finally got their emancipation, the slaves reenacted the slave owners taking the piss. And that became the start of the carnival. So that was what happened in the morning, and the carnival processions carried on after that. So Michael B. Jordan, I don't think he knew this. I don't think a lot of people even know that was how it all started off. And when he was naming his army, he thought it would be a nice name to have and trademarked it, thinking it wasn't an issue. Since then, he's realised that um, it was an issue and he's decided that he's going to rename the brand, which is good. He's taken quick steps to do that. So he deserves some um, respect for that. Um, but no, that's dumb. That's so <laughs> dumb. That's so stupid. Well, but well. it's almost like taking someone's whole do you know if he had like a rum line and there was a like a product called jova have i said it right jova it's it's french isn't it jova yeah if they had the um a line that was that rum okay fine it's not the whole business is named after a trinidadian and tobagan culture event like you've literally just taken what is theirs and run with it it's a bit like a culture watch situation, to be honest. With you. Hundred and ten percent. If Hennessy did like a, a like a I don't know a Trini rum and called it Jova, all right, cool. I get where we're going with this because it's just a a product. But you've now trademarked a whole brand of our culture and our celebration, and 
I don't even know if you paid homage. I don't even know if he was just like, oh, well, yeah. That's the thing, and he trademarks it, not even knowing what it really means. So, therefore, he, he couldn't have been paying homage or even. It doesn't even matter if you know what it even means. You need to reach out to Trinidad and be like, all right, cool. 20% of the money that comes from this brand, um, it goes to building your economy because this is your thing. Does that make sense? It's almost like, I don't even know what I could think of. Do you you see what I'm saying? Mm. I think, I think it's interesting. Um, this whole discussion about it because like there are other facets of life where you run into this problem in way worse terms for example captain morgan like the, uh, was oh an actor. i thought he was a fictional person didn't realize he was real until i found out that yeah this guy was like a slave owner and a big like, time slave owner. Big time slave owner. Anti anti-abolition of slaves as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we still see him on like rums. And no one actually talks about it, which is which is funny. Where but we talk about things like Uncle Ben's, etc. etc. But mm. I think I think a lot of people just thought he was a fictional character to be honest. Yeah, yeah I I learned something new today. So guess who's not gonna be at my birthday? <laughs> Well, it's mad, isn't it? Like, it's mad. Like, like yeah, it's like it's like it's like Hugo Boss's order. I see. The thing is that with Captain Morgan, I don't know if his family still owns it or what. If it does, then it should definitely like shouldn't be supporting that shit. But like, no, if it, it doesn't Boss, matter who owns it. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's the Hugo, it's Hugo, the reputation. Hugo Boss, Hugo Boss was a Nazi. What? And he made he made this, he made the uniforms for the actual Nazi SS troopers as well. No, so, but the company is so far removed from Hugo Boss now, like the actual man. Like, does it actually matter? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And Fanta had similar origins as well. So Fanta was Fanta the drink of, no, of choice for the Nazis, but because they yeah. couldn't get Coke. Yeah, exactly that. Fanta yeah. was always an American company. If that makes sense, it was always an American product. It was just made in Germany because, like you said, they couldn't get ingredients to make Coke. Anyway, that's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> Usain Bolt, he's just been at it again. Him and Cassie B welcomed two new kids. I didn't even know she was pregnant, so I don't even know how this would happen. I thought that they were, were um, announcing a new pregnancy with a video, mm. so I didn't even watch the whole video. And then I saw another post that showed the kids. I was like, how has she had the two kids already? Like, her belly looks big. Like, what the hell? So yeah, they got um, Saint Leo Bolt and um, Thunderbolt. 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 To go along with Olympia Lightning Bolt. Right. You know, Thunderbolt has to be the runner. Like, there's 100%. no. You know that Olympia right. needs to be the female runner as well. She needs to go in um, and destroy all of Shellyan's records as well. And she, yeah. she gets older. I'd be interested to see. He'd set him up. He'd set him up. The branding is going to be also sensational. Hundred percent. Prima probably already signed them up and got like the the, the um symbols or signed the you know the little icons and whatever world. ready for them. Yeah. It's been Twenty years in the making, mate. <laughs> for real. It's crazy. Um, and the last bit I want to touch on because Father's Day just passed on Sunday. Um, the game put out a video saying he's quite upset about the fact that um. 
only one of his children reached out to him on Father's oh. Day. And this one, his oldest son, got him a gift as well. But he said he doesn't care about the gift. It's the fact that his two younger children um, didn't even wish him Father's Day full school. How, how old are they? Um, I think that the youngest one's like 12 or 13 now. So the second son is about 15. And the oldest son like, what, must be about 18 or 17, 18, I think. I think, I think when it comes that, to things like that, it's... It's the parents. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like a reflection of, like, like no kid is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to definitely reach out to my dad on Father's Day because you're not really thinking about that. Do you know what I mean? Especially if he's not present. But that's the thing that we're not... Obviously, you can't go by social media or anything, right? Yeah. Social media only tells half the story. But from what I see, he's with his kids quite a lot. And right. he's always putting up big posts for them on their birthdays. He's always doing things for them. You always see him out and about doing things with his kids. But so is that is that like, for his kids or is that for the for the stunt? And that's what I'm saying. So I don't yeah. know how much that has to do with just social media tricks or how much it is. But like the kids appear to be happy. They appear right. to not want for things as well. They appear to have what you'd expect from a millionaire's child or a millionaire's children, right? So. And even on Mother's Day, he always puts up posts for the mothers of his kids. So, like, I don't know. For me, personally, I don't care about the whole... If I had a child or whatever, I don't... I wouldn't care about them putting up something for me on social media. Mm. But I expect I just them think to at least say to me, Happy Father's Day, or whatever, you know? It might just be a reflection of the relationship he has with them. Yeah. Because... That's what I'm saying. It's entirely possible, but it just seems like... If, if that was the case, would he be that upset for one? And no, because if you have a, if you do everything for your 12-year-old, unless that child is a brat and literally just disgusting, I can't even call a 12-year-old disgusting, but you know what I mean. Like, unless yeah, they're just yeah. really spoiled, in it? I think those kids would be like, oh, daddy, like, we've got you this, because they have an amazing relationship. But if you are a dad that gives your kids everything, but you just are not there, you don't turn up for them, you don't show up for them, you're not there when it comes to Father's Day, they just might not even want to talk to you. Okay, so now I hear that, right? But like, for example, with his daughter, um, I think her name's Cali, California Dream, I think it is, yeah. Um, he, he's been, again, this is only given by social media, he's been there for like a competitions that she's had. He's helped to do modelling work and stuff like that. But the, so, you see, you could be there for competitions, right? you could be there for games. But when it's like my mum is dropping me to practice in and out yeah. five times a week, yeah. you know what? and you're yeah, just gonna... showing up to like yeah, take a picture. But, see, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Okay, if if he just showed up here for that little like ten minutes or whatever, then that's bad. If he was not there for the whole performance, that's bad, right? But I could say this, for example, like in my family, there would be times when my mum is the one that was taking my sister to go to her gymnastics competitions and to her gymnast no, not to the competitions, to the training stuff like that. But my dad would only be there for the competition because he's working. Like, but your that's, dad, how, that's how it goes sometimes. Like Your dad's in the house though, isn't it? That's, your that's true. That's true. Mm. But I'm saying your that dad's you can't always be there for everything. Right? I'm you assuming you've got to be there not, for some things. He, is he with the mother of the child? No. He's, he, so he, therefore he's, she's yeah. a single mum, right? Well, he yeah. provides for his family, but she's a single mum. Yeah. So therefore he's actually, unless he is actually actively trying to be present in his life, or her life, sorry, he's not there. But that's what I'm Let's saying, so, for, for social media, it seems that way. But again, yeah, but if you always, come I keep to, saying, if you, I, come you can't to, base it all on that. If you come to a 
a couple of events to say she see me celebrating and see me there to get the win but then when it comes to all the other hard stuff you're not there it's okay bro don't come I think that's deep I'm not gonna lie to you man no, but I think the child. thing is because I, because I, I just happen to be exposed to obviously children because I have a son. So I his friends come round and stuff like that, and mm. I actually got like I'm so grateful because sometimes my situation is sticky, but there's people out there who's a lot worse, mm. and I hear some of the things that their children say, or some of the things that children say, and the relationship with the parents and stuff like that, and I get that they they feel like even though one parent, like, they know who to call if something goes wrong. So if one parent's there for sports, they're in there, like, there for everything, mm. but they, they're not actually there when they need them, or in the day-to-day, they're ignoring them and stuff like that, yeah. they know they have to go to the parent that pays their mind. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Even if you're, no, like, if it. you've not been present for the whole of their lives and then all of a sudden you're trying to reach out to them, they will ignore your calls. And at uh, 10, 11, 12, they're at a stage where they can well, make up decisions for themselves. You know, I 100% hear what you're saying and I respect it, but all I can say is that it definitely hasn't been absolute for 100% of their lives. That, that much is true. I know that much. Okay, I feel like when I'm saying absent, I mean like in the day-to-day when things are supposed to happen and yeah, dads are supposed he, to be around. But he wouldn't have been there anyway, would he? Think about it. Like, he's, he, at one point during their lives, he would have been considered a, a superstar rapper. Yeah. He would not be around for the kids every day when he's out touring, etc., etc. But like I Kanye just West, like... Kanye West isn't around every day for his kids either. Like you know, what I mean, I don't think Jay Z's around every day for his kids. Okay, there are some now, parents. He's not really an active. He's not an active rapper anymore. So maybe he is. But... No, but there are some parents, right? That are like, I'm going on tour, so we need to find a home a, a home school because the kids are coming. Yeah. Definitely. Does that make sense? So there, there are parents that are like, um, even the Princess Diana. Like, if we look at the stuff that um, from the Crown, obviously I know it's not real, but mm. if, we, if they say it's an accurate reflection, home girl was like, my kids are crying, they're coming. Yeah. She was not leaving her children with no nanny in England. She was taking them. Okay, but then that is not always the ideal situation for the child, though. It's not. Mo- it's not always ideal for the child. But what I'm saying is. No, but I I get that it's not always ideal for the child, but I'm saying there is no excuse for you to be uh, absent. Yeah. There is none. If it's not ideal for the child and the child is your priority, then guess what? We're touring from somewhere else. Absolutely. There is no excuse for nobody. You make the choices you want to make and Mm. you choose to do whatever you want to do. I feel like I feel like it's not so black and white to be honest with you, but obviously, like I said, I'm not in that situation. I think do you know what it is? The way I see life of ultimately it's black and white you have feelings to um dictate how you behave but mm-hmm. ultimately it's a yes or a no there is I no in between that. i hear yeah. that but let's put it this way right like, if, if, like how do i put this let's say someone like um bill gates or jeff Bezos, so even like uh he's passed away now, obviously but steve jobs right those guys were always on their job right like they're always literally working mad hours to get their companies up to what they became right yeah, there's no way, absolutely no way, that they was having an active part of their children's lives the same way that, um, say, other people's parents were. Like, even for my dad, right, I could say there's times when I barely even saw my dad in the house. He would even say we live with each other because he'd go to work so early, and he'd come back at a time and maybe I'm not around, and we just literally see each other and we're in the house together. So there's, that probably went on for about 
five years when he was working really mad hours at work, right? So if that was my dad's not a superstar anyway, like um, but that a superstar wasn't... rapper like that, or, or or a CEO of a mad company, but just the time taken away from from us then. It was very different to how it was when I was younger, when my dad was very mm. hands on with me, and like, we used to like go swimming together, stuff like that. But that's the point. You see, you see, when you're you're younger, right? You know, you you matter to your dad, right? Because at that younger stage, he was putting in the work. Yeah. And he yeah. was. It was almost like, son, you know that the situation's changed, but you still knew ultimately he loved you. Of course. Right. Whereas I feel like there's some because I'm, because it's twelve. Is still quite young that's why i'm just focusing on the 12 year old the other ones i don't know too much about mm. but if at that young stage they don't feel love from their dad or they feel like he's only here for the gram yeah then that, that's what you're going to get you're going to get air no okay and then so then don't you think though if if it's a case of the dad is actually hold up with it He's there, but he's not there. He's not there because of the fact he's working. But really and truly, he wants to support his kids, even so he's not with the mum, right? Isn't that on the mum? Is the onus not on her to make sure the kids reach out? No, are you dumb? So I should I should the tell dad, my child dad, to dad, call dad. Are you dumb? The, 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 dad, the dad's paying for private school, clothes. He's giving you your, your support checks, whatever. So you're not even working here. Yeah? You're not working. You're just like living off the money that you're getting from the dad. And child support. Um, no, forget. And, wait, forget and, 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 and all of that. Forget done, all the provision for a second. And yeah? you don't think that you should tell the kids to say thanks, say privacy to that. Hold on, forget the provision. Forget the provision because the provision, the provision as a man, that's your job. Yeah, yeah? that's your job. As a so man, that's right. your job. Not, not, that's your no, no, basic no, no, requirement no, 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 no. as a yeah, family yeah, yeah. for your family. I see, forget I don't the know pro- about that because as a father, your basic provisions for the kids, right? So you can say that's fine. He's paid for private school and for their clothes, whatever, that's fine. But he doesn't have to pay for the mum to not work. You don't have to. But guess what? You chose to. Yeah, but but I'm talking about the child. So he's he's chosen to do that. And you still don't think it's for you to tell him. Hold on. Let me land. Let me land. Let me land. As a dad, your basic job, and as a husband or a partner or whatever, as a man to a family, your basic job is to provide and protect. That is it preach, yeah? preach. that's your basic job you don't have to so do nothing when else when the dad is doing a basic job right when the you don't dad think he should doing... be given happy father's day hold on if when your dad <laughs> is doing when your dad is doing the base like what he's supposed to be doing as a basic providing and protecting for you but he's not actually being a dad so i'm saying mm. what i'm saying is if you're busy so you you're... wait hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on Hold on, hold on. Hold on, Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So basically, I'm saying if, say, for example, you're always touring the world, blah, blah, blah. But you said, listen, son, what I've done is I've cleared my diary every Tuesday for an hour. Yeah. And it's just going to be me and you that Tuesday, whether it's fo- uh, FaceTime, whatever, whatever. But you know, as a child, that Tuesday for that hour, that's me and my dad. And my dad will not put anything above me there and then. And you have a relationship with a child. You see me as the mum, I'd be like, call your dad to wish him happy Father's Day because he's interested in his child. Yeah. If he's just throwing money at the situation, I'm, my, I, I'm, to be fair, what I would say is, have you texted your dad? If the child says no, I say, why? If they've told me why, and I think, mm, fair enough. I'll be like, don't disrespect so your dad. But what you're saying is that you would tell them. 
but I wouldn't force them. I would tell them I wouldn't force them. You would tell them, that's what I'm saying. You would tell them, if they come back and say they don't want to do it, that's a double matter altogether, but you would tell them. Yeah, I would say, I would give them the nudge, but I wouldn't force them. Yeah. But it's not my job to make sure that they text their dad for Happy Father's Day. I feel like like it can be, because like you said, kids can just get completely lost in a video game or being their friends. No, it's not a video game. If I I ask you why you don't want to text your dad and you say, but he doesn't call me. but But you did give them the nudge. That's the point I'm making to you. You okay, okay. And they say they don't want to do it. That's another matter. But mm. if we say it's not my job to tell them anything, then I'll say you're wrong because it's like the same way yeah, it's your yeah, job yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to bed, time to get up in the morning to go to school. It's your job to remind these kids. These kids are not going to be thinking about these things. So, yeah. But to be fair, I feel like they are. <laughs> I feel like they are and they actively choose not to because when you're in a space where, like, when you're 12 and it's Father's Day and people are putting on with tiktok or whatever them platforms yeah, they like yeah. to use oh father's day branch oh this is why i did my dad like you know it's father's day that mm. that child knows oh it's father's day should i text my dad and then they, they make the active choice not to and then you want to go on the internet and say oh i'm upset with my kids are you dumb they're upset with you too yeah so so it out so out. i i will say this now right with the whole internet bit yeah is that if you live your life on the internet then you show all sides of it and that's fine Games always on there showing how when he's winning, so to be mm. on there showing when he's when he's when he's losing such essentially, I think that's okay as well. Me personally, I think it's oversharing because I wouldn't do that myself. I'm not putting up my business on the Instagram like that. So what, what do you think is oversharing? Him saying his kids didn't show love on Father's Day, I wouldn't do that because yeah, that's you do that's that's much. I'm private, but at the same time. I wouldn't be putting everything else out there as well the way he does. He's a celebrity. It's how he he probably makes a lot of money off of Instagram as well. So he, this is how he operates. He puts it all out there. I I'm private like that. I'm not putting out normal business. I everything that I put out on the internet is all filtered. Mm. When I, if I if I was taking losses, you're never gonna see that on my Instagram. You're only gonna see it if I decide to tell you. That's it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway. That was an interesting topic. And I'm glad Maddie, to are you it. okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just like listening. Sorry, it's like a really touching topic. It, it was. Uh, it, I, I feel like we we were at loggerheads there for a second. Yeah, me. yeah. It was, I was. I didn't want to jump in. She came around oh. at the end though, to my way of thinking, so I appreciate that. Oh please! Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're at loggerheads. I was just. Just, no, I don't we know, had like... different opinions though. We had different opinions. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, so now we 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 were on we were on um, the same page at the end. Of um, we have got one more album to review, actually. Her one masterpiece oh. of glorious instruments and sound. Whoa. I think you should lead it. You should lead it. You're on a roll, man. I loved this album. The album um, back on my mind. Um, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Back of my mind, I loved this. I read their little bio thing on Apple Music and they said it was just all the little thoughts that you kind of push. I'm summarising. All the little thoughts you kind of just push to the back of your mind, but she's just making making everyone see all the elements of her, essentially. Mm. Um, I loved the album. It was very long with long songs. And I liked, because there were so many different types of instruments and sounds and that, you were able to appreciate the whole body of work. Yeah. I loved the, I, I, at first, the first couple of songs, I thought, okay, this is a late night chilled vibe, like sipping wine, writing in my journal kind of vibe. And then it got 
towards the end and I'm like oh no I'm actually loving this too I had to switch from playing from my MacBook to the EV speaker that I have nice. and just blast it around the house because the, the the instruments and everything it just took me like it just took me to another place I loved it content wise loved it um I think I felt like it was for both men and women in terms of content uh, I would agree things, yeah a lot of things she was saying, you could it could be for both. Uh, range of sound. One thing I didn't like on this album, though, um, was the Closer to Me song. And it reminded me, it's, it's a sample. It was a, he- a heavy sample of that song. Closer to My Dreams. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Dun, 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 dun. Closer to my... Do you know that song? Oh, well, keep going, keep going. No, you know what's what I'm talking about, <laughs> innit? Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to have a quick listen to it. But what, it, what's the sample? I don't remember the name of the actual song, but it's yeah. closer, closer to my dreams. You know what song I'm talking about? Anyway, you, you play it. No, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. That was the closer to me one, anyway. Yeah, where well, it's like that song "Closer to My Dreams," though, right? Let me find it. Yeah. Closer to my dreams. Anyway, um, I felt like it was a heavy sample, and it was it just I could sing the original, and it sounded exactly the same. I felt, but again, it still was her sound, but the melody was the same with the original to me. Um, so I didn't like that song. I felt like she, I lo- I love the song, but I felt like she could have made it a little bit more her own. Um, and other than that, every I've, I've got about six songs that I loved on this album. Mm. So yeah, I love. I like this album too. Um, I felt as though like there was no skips really, zero, um, zero skips, and it it just flowed really well. Um, there's no real negatives that I have for this. I love the features that she, the feature oh, after everything we've spoken about Chris Brown today, but yeah, he delivered on this um album on the track "Come Through" with mm-hmm. uh, um her. Um, I also liked the Young Blue feature as well. Loved it. And slide was a banger as well. That's the club. That's the club track right there. Um, I felt the first maybe five tracks were a bit slower, um, or just yeah, they just felt like they were te- it was teasing you in. But then it got to that like come through track with Chris Brown, and I felt like the pace of the album changed. Um, like it felt like a bit faster, a bit upbeat, a bit more up-tempo. The subject matter was a bit more passionate. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, yeah, as you said, the first couple of tracks were more of a vibe, more of a late night vibe. So I agree with you there. And then, um, yeah, like this was my first ever Her album and I feel like I'll be listening to this album again. Uh, That's the same the with me. Yeah. Was, was there any standout track? Well, really, was, was it your first ever how average you listen to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That um, explains why you guys are giving these abuse, actually. Oh, so I'll you're like... Matthew's like, well, I feel it's a substandard. Her work <laughs> is much better than this. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a good Matt impression, actually. <laughs> I, I've listened to, like, <laughs> singles and stuff like that. 
but it's the first time I've actually like studied her body of work, which I loved. Um, standout track. I actually really liked Cheat Code. Um, yeah, that was a banger as well. Yeah. Uh, I've got my favourite songs. Trauma, Find a Way, Paradise, Process, mm-hmm. and Cheat Code. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I loved all of those. Seven out of really? 22. She's doing really well. Smashing it. Matt Lee, you go on, mate. Alright, so I think I'm saying this on the basis of I've heard all of her projects that she's made before. And my belief is that this is her worst one. I knew it. Like, wow. her is really good. She is really, really, really good. She's a singer-songwriter and instrumentalist as well. And when you, if you go back and saw her first project, so I think it's her Volume one, then her volume two. Like, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, the quality of that music is better than this. This one is a What was better? Everything is better. The, the production's better. The songs are better. It's just better. <laughs> it's just, it's but, better. okay, if she was a brand new artist, without comparing her to her, like, would you say this album would be, like, a good album? I think the album's alright. It's not a rubbish album, but it's her worst mm. album, in my opinion. It's her worst project. But that's because she's of a high quality for you. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. like I'm, I'm not I'm not shitting on it. Just saying that it just seems like for me it seems like she's just tried to commercialise it a lot more. And I think that is probably what maybe reduced the quality a bit. Like, especially the beginning of the album, I feel like a lot of those songs I don't even fit together very well. Mm. Um, but then when you get to the latter part of the album those songs are much better and yeah. they're a lot more cohesive whereas on her like original EPs the tracks just flow th- through so well with each other it's like wow it's just beautiful so yeah that's that's my I opinion. mean that's a fair comment though. fair comment um, I do think it's a fair comment but I also feel like it's a tricky one isn't it mm. Because... I think let's put it this way, right? If if I ask you guys to um give the uh, older work I listen to, um, over the like, next few days, and then come back on the pod next week and see what you think. Because yeah, we could do that. Opinion, yeah, her volume one, her volume two. Um, I used to know her, the Prelude, and I used to know her the album as well. And um, those have come out from twenty sixteen through to twenty nineteen. Oh, it's been out um, for for a while. Yeah. But so, I, I think I've kind of just listened to singles and just like, oh, this song is a bop, but they're not mm. like appreciated the rest of the body of work. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? And that's what I think that's the issue. Not an issue, but that's how it goes between albums and, and single quality. Like, you can have a collection of singles that sound good, but when you have those albums where the singles fit in so well with the album, that is when it's just crazy. Mm. I think it's harder to do, but um, that is what she was kind of doing before, and yeah, trust me, listen to it and you'll see what I mean. But this is a good album. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's a good album. I feel like Um, it's an amazing album. From what you're saying, and I think like you won't think it's an amazing album after you heard other stuff. But then, at the same time, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Independently. I feel like it's an amazing album. Yeah, I agree. But I would say, based off your experience of her, 
and the level of work that she's done, you probably will disagree. You could say she could produce a lot better, right? Mm, absolutely. But then at the same time, if I, if I compare this album to... Um, young M.A. Uh, we've got a gazillion <laughs> is. <laughs> but if I compare it to the other R&B albums that have come out this year... Georgia Smith, for example. I prefer Georgia Smith's album than this. Oh, I really? Okay. Sure. Um, I prefer Tory Lanez's um, Playboy <laughs> album as well, but I think that's one of the best albums of the year so far. Um, what else? What other R&B albums have come out recently? Heavy reviews. Say goes is better, definitely. His EP, his EP, but he's also got the um the extended version as well, right. which is still better. Um, what was the one that we reviewed like two weeks ago? That was Queen Naja, right? Yeah, Queen Naja, yeah. That this was, was better than Queen Naja. This was way like better. Were, than that. I feel like there was similar quality to be honest with you. If anything, mm-hmm. Queen Naja was um. Queen I just probably had like a it just stayed at the same level throughout, whereas um hers one did level up towards the end. Yeah. But um I think that there was similar quality for the most part. No, I disagree. But, but I hear what he's yeah. saying. And the thing is, yeah, Ollie was gonna say this in, in the WhatsApp chat, so it'd be interesting to hear what he says um now that after you've done the pod, see if he agrees. But yeah, I feel like um it's not a bad album by any means. It's definitely worth listening to. What was your favourite song? Um, it's one of the ones towards the end. Let me check the name. Oh, was it Hard to Love? Okay. Oh, I think it was something like that. Or, or about being exhausted. One of those, but yeah, those were... I know it was Hold On. Hold On. That's the hold On, okay. That yeah, one. that was a good one. But yeah. Anyway... Like I said, listen to the other stuff and tell me what you think. But yeah, what's your scores? I'll kick it off by saying it's a three. I'm sure you can do higher than that. It's a three for me. It was it's a, a f- good work. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't a masterpiece. So, it's a three. If if it if it didn't have the slow start, I would have given it a five. So it's a four yeah, for me. If my if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a five. <laughs> I literally want to say I think it might be a five for me say it say yeah, it yeah I think it might be a five for me say it babe. I literally listened to this and I'm like this is amazing I loved it so much boom is this your first five it is did I give DJ Khaled a five you gave DJ Khaled no fuck you you gave DJ you know, I don't think you did no I gave him a four calm so this is your first five man yeah wow. I love this and wow. mine's gonna be like five as well. No, like no, I'm, I'm staying on four. It's only because of the first couple of tracks. Like if they, if she probably cut those first track couple of tracks off and then just left the rest. Yeah, this is the thing as well. Like, this is this is the whole thing I'm talking about. Like she just tried to go for commercial success this time. Twenty one tracks. Like, yeah. Obviously, she's just trying to get the streams up, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what everyone's doing, man. That's what everyone's yeah, doing. Yeah, but they're all long songs. They're not like pop, yeah, popcorn I, music. For the most part, yeah. they are longer songs, I agree. But it's like, what are you doing? Like I that? feel like there's even one on us here that's five minutes. Let me check. Yeah, there is one. I think there's two, in fact. But, like, yeah, there's a... There is a five minute 15 track, which is the first track. Mm. And the rest of them are... are most of them are less than four minutes after that, but four minutes. On the version fine. that you guys have, do you have behind the scenes? Like the behind the scenes video? No. 
Oh, so that's, that's what you get with Apple Music. Oh, um, lovely. There's like a be- behind hers, like b- back of my mind. So it's like a little... Documentary. Yeah, it was quite cute. I didn't manage to get through all of it just because I uh, got to feed my ute, but yeah, yeah. it was good. I remember when Spotify yeah. did that for a time and they just dropped it. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, I think like her deserves all the success. I think she's great. She, she's so talented. Big up. I think she I think it's I think it's quite weird as well. I've noticed that she's revealing more of herself as well as time goes by. I don't mean her body, I mean her actual face. Like when she first came out, no one knew what she looked like. You just see just mm. her hair and nothing else. And now you kind of start to see glimpses of of what she looks like, which is great. Um she's a beautiful young woman, she's really talented, she deserves all the success. But, That's um, interesting you say. I'm looking at the album covers, right? Her her volume one, her volume two. And they're literally just silhouettes. Yeah, literally. And then and 21 is just like light on her face. But yeah. it's just like a little bit glimpse of her a face. A little bit, it's like a sliver. So maybe in about 10, 15 years time, you might actually get a full photo or something. Is she the one that but, says she can't perform because she's got anxiety? No, that's um, Simon Walker, I think that was. Okay. Mm. No, there was, was it Scissor that said that, actually? Yeah, it was Scissor. Yeah, Scissor, Scissor. Scissor cancelled. Um, I seen her perform at the O2, and she was really, really good. I was really pleased to see how good she was, actually. What, her? Was, yeah, her. Like, okay. not, not, not Scissor, her. Okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she was really good. So, um, she hasn't got performance anxiety. She's been performing since she was, like, nine years old, so for, like, eight years old. She's a... She was a child star that then kind of just like disappeared and came back at like 17, 18 or something. But um, yeah. I feel like there's like a body role out now with female artists. Didn't Billie Eilish do something similar? I don't know. Yeah, where she's like been wearing baggy clothes and then now she's on Vogue. Like, I, I don't know anything about Billie Eilish. I don't listen to the radio. So I don't listen to Billie Eilish. But I think it's like a marketing thing. Like, I just feel like with artists now, they start off by showing a bit of their. No, actually, they don't. They start off by just focusing on the vocals. And then over time, they end up revealing more and more of themselves, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I Look feel into like it. Look into it. I feel like nowadays, uh, a lot of these artists as well nowadays, that they've they've had a strong social media presence before mm. they even bang. So I don't know if that can really be said anymore. Like with her, I think she may have decided that she would do this because she wanted to protect her privacy. Okay. I think before back in the day. If you walk past on the street, you wouldn't know who it was. You probably still yeah. don't know who it was today. But um, I don't know. I've never actually really read up on it. I just thought Tosa was weird because she's got a great voice. And um, unless she's really ugly, <laughs> I don't understand why she wouldn't show her face. And in the videos, you do kind of get like a, a little... Like, it's very cheap. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she thinks she's ugly. I don't know. <laughs> because it doesn't really make sense. But whatever. Mad. Come. Okay, cool. So, I guess this is the end of the pod. Yeah, indeed it is. We'll end it with a solid five. (laughs) Solid five. Give it to That was a solid three.
And I guarantee you, she has got. I can't believe it. Because honestly, I don't. I don't see this one as being a four. It's not. Oh, Manny, I just saw your your message. What message? The fast saga. Oh yeah, can you see how it? How yeah. why I got confused? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you listened to both of them, though, right? I don't think I listened to this. To be <laughs> honest, I think <laughs> I think I just got mad confused. Ollie, oh, it says album twenty twenty. It does, doesn't it? Oh my days, what's wrong with Come me? On, man. Come what on. is wrong with I'm me? I'm not just shit. Anyway, sorry for calling yeah. you out, but no, you call that you call that Ollie, so I'm alright. Sorry. Oh god. Oh my Manny, gosh. I was about to like, call you Matt as well, Manny. It says 2020. I'll just help you, help you there with the name. Anyway, can we get some socials, please, Emmanuel? Okey dokey, mate. So the social is. Earsource underscore on Instagram and Twitter. My socials are Manu890 on Twitter. Matt, what's yours? Uh, at Mr. Uh, Matty Lee on Twitter and at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. And Morvely here on Instagram, you can find me at Morvia underscore Lee. On Twitter, you can find me at Morvely or at TinuXO. And on Snapchat, you can find me on at GoddessTT. So what, what goes on with Snapchat? Is it like... I feel like Snapchat is getting a lot more personal now. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, like I just show a lot more intimate... Listen, I show a lot more like of my life. So right. some of my thoughts and stuff, I'd share it on my Snapchat. I might have um, to follow that, see what it's saying. Snappy, yeah. snappy. My, my Snapchat is perfect. It's perfectly private, so I'm not even going to share that with you guys. But yeah, yeah, it's we, a we lot more. All, we could we could all follow Morvelli's Snapchat and find out a bit more about her. And her like on Instagram, process. you won't see me with Josiah that often, but on Snapchat, you would. See, and he's just uh, just so our, our followers know. Well, yeah. you have to find out on on Snapchat. Ah, there you go. Follow to find oh, out. Yeah, yeah, already know. You already know. <laughs> All right, cool. Take it easy, guys, and I'll see, see you again you next week. All right, speak to you later, gents. Ciao. See you the week after Bye. next. Bye. You're not allowed. Bye. <laughs> 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 the Air Source Podcast. The Air Source Podcast.